Welcome to the UFTA Podcast. Hosted by Emily O'Connor and Jordan Rudolph. The UFTA Podcast brings you a surprisingly fresh take on everyday topics in health, fitness, and everything in between. We want to open the door to explore new information and new solutions in a way that's easy for you to understand and apply to your own life. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the UFTA podcast. We are on season two, episode 22. I'm Jordan Rudolph. And I'm Emily O'Connor. And we welcome you back to another episode that we are delivering a surprisingly fresh take on all things health and fitness to help you get to where you want to be in your health and fitness goals. This is an episode that has been in the making of every single episode that we've had distributed or created so far yeah recorded so far there we go um but more so on the lines of what coach emily and i here have talked about in person in passing um with our daily uh day-to-day stuff in the last 24 hours ish yeah i would say it's more recently yeah it's come up a lot yeah 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 there you go it's more recently come up a lot but it's a manifestation of everything that's kind of accumulated over the last four plus years of Emily and I working together. Is it four? Yeah. It's four. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and beyond. And it's one of the things that we stand by very heavily, uh, in terms of how we want to coach people, um, through our education, our mentorship and our guidance. And it's something that we ultimately want to create for everybody else with empowering individuals, lives, your lives, through confidence and control and clarity. If we're not helping you with this specific aspect of today's topic, then what are we what are we actually doing? Yeah. I mean, we're really to not help you with this topic that we're going to talk about. I know we're talking in vague terms, but mm-hmm. we would be doing you a massive disservice in taking the next step in your health and fitness journey. Yeah. Massive disservice and in our terms with how we do things here and how we want to do things here, uh, it's unethical and there's a loss of integrity. Mm-hmm. So we want to deliver that then through the podcast and how to help you wherever you are, however you're listening, to be able to kind of take advantage of what we're saying to help you out in any way, shape, or form in this term. And you already know the title of the episode because you're right. here and it's showing, so we don't have to talk so vague. Right. But it's a good call. They can see the title before. We're not trying to hide it like the number one nutrition <laughs> habit like last week. Right. Um, but the the CEO, be, uh, how to be the best CEO for your own health. Mm-hmm. Is that what the title is officially? That is the official title, yes. Okay. Um, when we say this, we one of the sayings that we have in the gym is you are, you are the CEO of your own body. And that was a phrase, a mantra that was taught to us or given to us from Alan Cosgrove. Mm-hmm. Um, and we use that a lot because that was something that we learned from him and we, and it, and it stuck with us because it was a value towards ours. It was, it led towards it. Definitely. I think that phrase alone gives people back a little bit of control over their journey where they don't have to feel like we have to dictate everything. Like they have the ultimate say. If we say something, and I've said this since I started in fitness, like if I say something and you look at me like, no, she's crazy. Well, trust yourself. Like, sometimes I say some crazy things, right? But that that originally spawned when I was a cycle instructor and a spin instructor, right? So when we were pushing for an extra rep, 
or an extra sprint or whatever it might be, but it carries over into strength training, into all the things we do in that if we do something, our members here at Unity have that ultimate veto power, if you will, to say, nope, like I am the CEO of my own body and I know that this is not in my best interest or this, I know this doesn't feel good for me today or right now or whatever the case may be. So I think it gives you that ultimate card to pull and say, nope, like I'm making the call here, you're out. And that's the biggest part is that it brings back when someone, I don't want to say asks, but when somebody seeks us out mm-hmm. for guidance or for help, it it brings the the ball back into their court that they were here for guidance all along, not for the, for the coach to hold their hand and, and like take them through this and do everything for them. Yes, they asked for help, not for someone to do it for them. Yes, per, way easier said than, than I was trying to say. Um, it puts the responsibility and the accountability back to them. It's Luke Skywalker, another Star Wars reference. Sorry, this wasn't meant okay. to dig. This wasn't meant to dig him. Um, I don't know if we've told the podcast. I haven't seen Star Wars, but yes. now we have. So moving on with your reference. She hasn't seen Star Wars, but she references it, or she knows enough to know that what I'm about to say makes sense. Makes sense. Um, Luke didn't just seek to destroy the Empire or take over, take back the Empire and help the Resistance through all this stuff and Jedi restore order XYZ uh, overnight. This was a journey. Had to seek crash land and a plan to go find Yoda and then to come back and shoot two darts into a hole to blow up the Death Star. Um, it wasn't done overnight and he wasn't expected to not do that. He still had to take the responsibility to do that and he could have screwed up. Right, but in this case, it's a movie, so he didn't. Um, and when people join a gym, they are looking for that guidance, but but again, they can't expect to be delivered like somebody to do the work for them or care more than for them. Uh, the CEO of a business or the CEO of some company uh, knows that there's work involved to have to do this, and they have to lead with something. Uh, usually, it's a vision. Uh, usually it's a mission that they want to accomplish from from themselves being the CEO you have the CEO of your own health you have a vision and have a mission for what you want to accomplish you are seeking others to be a part of your team to get you there mm-hmm. and that vision and mission will become more clear as it goes it can, be, it can change as it goes and it might involve different people as it goes but it's your vision and your mission for the health yeah and I think that's that's the paramount kind of home home base home like where we can kind of draw that compass back to the the north if you will like that's what guides every decision Mm -hmm. and not only the decisions that you make as a person along your journey but also the decision to ask for help in the first place right like allowing yourself to recognize like hey i can't do this alone i need to seek guidance and who is the best person to seek guidance from is a powerful question that you can answer as well. Mm-hmm. And I and and we used to use the reference all the time where you, you hire an accountant to help with your taxes for the most part. Um, you hire a plumber to take care of your plumbing at home. You hire an electrician for the most part. There's a lot of the stuff that we can YouTube and do it ourselves uh, if we have the time, if we have the capabilities, if we have the want, the desire. Your health and fitness is the same. 
but we can we can if we screw something up at how in our plumbing we can we can deal with the immediate response of that um and redo it like mm-hmm. there's always a way to redo it uh with our health and fitness we don't always get that opportunity and it's the best investment you can make uh where people would rather try to spend hours and hours and hours googling and on youtube and on instagram to learn from so and so-called professionals and and, and whatnot um to figure this out when they they're not it it's not a clear representation of themselves anyway we're just going to attach to what we want to see and make it about us um which could take us further away Mm -hmm. from what we're trying to accomplish i think that's where and we talked a little bit about this last week where like the marketing of the fitness industry Mm -hmm. but i think that's where we can see things that might look good or look and help someone else that's not us but we don't necessarily realize that that's not the thing that we should be doing. And that's where that third party coach, other fitness health professional can step in and say like, "Mm, I I know other people who have been in your shoes or similar shoes, probably not the exact same. And I know that like, that might not be the best option, but they're not, the coach doesn't have that emotional attachment like you might as we start to Google things and see things and you just want something so badly, we want it to happen yesterday, that you get attached to a method of doing things that might not be the most efficient and like Jordan said, can pull you in the opposite direction before Mm -hmm. you even realize what's happening. So there's probably three words that come to mind, maybe even just two, that come to mind when, just from our discussion so far on this. Number one, it's the... I don't, I don't know if I, one of them is inefficiency, mm-hmm. right? It's inefficiency. And the other one is something towards, and you'll help me with this word here in a second when I describe what I'm trying to describe. Is it like the irresponsibility? Is it the, like it's the person that doesn't quite want to like go into their realm of doing all the work, discipline, responsibility, accountability. Yeah. Um, and they want somebody to do it for them. Or they're not quite ready to make that turn because they've worked so hard, like they're working hard in their career, working hard in the outside life, that they can't tackle one more thing. Mm -hmm. I think the word that comes to mind, or phrase, really, I guess it's two words, but like the, and maybe more than that, but the lack of like personal responsibility for it. Like we just want to oftentimes when we see all these things, like have someone else do it for us. Like, oh, can I do a passive treatment at, like, can I just have a dry needling done and that will fix everything. Yeah. I don't have to change anything, but this will help everything change for me. Yeah. And those can be tools along the way, but where the magic happens is when that personal responsibility comes into play with the passive. So we can have the passive treatments, treating the symptoms, if you will, in this example, while at the same time, take the responsibility to get a different desk, get a different chair, whatever the situation, the underlying cause, Mm -hmm. then falls on us to change. Yes. And ultimately, this is where a person can get lost or almost on the fence. Yeah, Mm -hmm. trapped. Trapped is a great word. Not even lost. Trapped. Trapped. They're almost in the trapped on the fence of taking full responsibility and going or trying to search for 
more guidance or more take me there, you be the driver or more information to kind of like stall making the decision to get off the fence or on the fence, which in turn, which in turn, the decision is being made to stay in the middle, like mm-hmm. to stay like where I'm at. Comfort- mm-hmm. Maybe even it, do we dare to say the word comfortable? I, I would say the word comfortable. I think sometimes as people are there, it can be a tricky place because you're trapped but you also at the same time feel like you're doing all of the things, but you're not really doing all of the things. Like Busy work. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's a great example. Like it's just you're doing things without actually moving the needle in any direction. Take this analogy then. Um, the busy work, you're stuck in the day to day, but you're not doing the things that can move the business forward. Yeah. Drawing back to our CEO. CEO, 100%. We're we're going with the analogy, yeah. Mm -hmm. So we're going with the analogy. If the the owner of the CEO is stuck doing everything in the day-to-day and is not hiring the right help or asking for the right help or mentoring from the the right help, the right people, um, they're going to be stuck doing so much of the day-to-day work that they're not able to move the needle forward in a shape or form that matches their vision and mission, which then... We can go into the 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 uh, the the un um, the un whatever definition of insanity of like doing the same thing over and over and over and expecting things to change. Yep. Right. Where uh, the CEO of your own health, that's essentially what people do, and then they get pissed off over it because they're expecting things to change because they are staying so busy and they're doing they're... all the right things. Yes. But they're just busy doing all the day to day things and not actually doing the things that they need to do to move the needle forward. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a fair I think, analogy. I I love that analogy because I think that even ties back in when we said the word comfortable. Like those day to day things are comfortable. Mm-hmm. It's easy. It's the things we do every single day, and they have to right? be done. Right, and we have yeah, we have to denote the time to them. We can't just not take care of the day to day things, mm-hmm. but there should be a significant portion of that time, energy, effort, whatever action you are taking to moving the needle forward as well. Yeah. Otherwise, you're trapped trapped like literally the word the word trap sums a lot of this up and and if there's a business owner listening listening to this podcast they 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 will it'll it'll click with them right away too because this is literally the same thing that business owners go through this is why 80 percent or more of the businesses at least 80 percent of small businesses fail Mm -hmm. um and all businesses by the way start as a small business it's not like a business starts as a big business right so there there's that piece too like all a's are b you know it's Mm -hmm. the whole logic thing um, sorry, that was a little tangent. Um, so when it comes back to then being the CEO of their own health, mm-hmm. and the whole reason why we, we even got started on this podcast uh, idea yesterday, where then all of a sudden you and I just went literally spitfire, it was almost the uh, the whole sitcom or like Gilmore Girls action where like there's nobody that has those types of conversations that come up that fast and say those things. It literally felt like that yesterday. It was yeah. boom, 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 boom. And this, and this, and this, and <laughs> yeah. this. And it came off that fast. I was like, yeah. holy crap, we just Gilmore Girls that. That was my initial thought. So fast we forgot to record the actual podcast <laughs> yesterday, which is why 1, we're here today. 1,000%. 1,000%. <laughs> so when we come back to that whole point of like being the CEO of your own health, what does that mean for people? We just kind of went through a little bit more of that. Mm-hmm. But let's be a little bit more um, like what that like let's be a little bit more definitive maybe to help people understand that because I still think uh, our surprisingly fresh take on mm-hmm. this should be delivered in that and then um, what we can do to help them like yeah. how to make themselves more helpful like what is a CEO and I can I can speak from example if we want to call me the CEO of Unity Fitness 
um, of what I do mm-hmm. for help too. Yeah. I think first and foremost is what we touched on at the beginning of the episode and you've touched on a few times is not letting yourself go at it alone and make it a solo journey. Mm-hmm. Don't I be think, a lone wolf. Yeah. Um, it can be tempting and when we get ourselves in this box of I'm the only one that's ever had this struggle ever, it can be very isolating, it can hold us back and that's a whole other rabbit hole we can go down. But seeking the help, seeking the guidance, seeking the mentorship that's appropriate for you, where you are, for your goals, similar to how CEO would build a team around them to pick up things that they're not best at or things that they, the day-to-day tasks that they can't focus on or don't have the energy or the time to put forth into those, right? Hiring a team or one professional, a team of professionals, oftentimes one turns into many in your health and fitness journey so that it doesn't feel alone is probably first first and foremost, I would say. Yeah, and it's always going to look a little bit different with everybody, but at the same time, there's not a mentor out there or a coach out there that hasn't, if, if, they're, if they've been in it, at least, if the average personal trainer lasts 11 months in the industry, therefore, if somebody's in it for 12 months, they're technically probably considered an expert. Mm-hmm. It, it's just the way their industry is. Um, but if they're in it that long, they, they've probably got a pretty good reason why. So there's not a coach out there, if they've been doing this for a while, that hasn't handled a situation or knows somebody that hasn't handled a situation that's close to whatever it is that you are trying to accomplish in your health and fitness. Um, I think one of the beauty things about Unity is that we've always sought mentorship or education uh, rather than sitting on hours on Google and Instagram, which we do for fun, mm-hmm. but trying to solve a solution uh, for our clients or who we want to work with. Mm-hmm. We, we know that that can be a trap, uh, but we would rather invest in the money in ourselves and that time in ourselves to have that very uh, specific thing that we're trying to accomplish to then take us forward faster mm-hmm. uh, and more impactfully long-term through all of that rather than spending hours and hours and hours trying to figure this out ourselves. Well, we used the term earlier, efficiency, Mm -hmm. right? It just creates more efficiency to help people reach their goals in a timely manner so that we don't get caught going down a road that might not be the thing that we need to do. Mm -hmm. And that's where we can step in and say, like, no, for this goal, your most efficient process should be X, Y, Z, whatever that might be. So a coach then will come in and basically be that Google for you. They're, they're that book, they're that certification, they're that Google. And if it's a good coach, a great coach, they'll tell you if they are or they aren't, and they'll refer you to the one that could be or should be. That's the other part of it, too. Therefore, it's saving you an enormous amount of time, an enormous amount of what if. Because mm-hmm. I think a lot of us go, we, we, we propel forward on hope and like, but what if, or curi- like, I don't even want to say curiosity, it's not curiosity. We almost search for this extra information to stall taking the action on what we need to because we're like, oh, this might not be it. It might not quite be for me. This says a lot, but I think I need a little bit more. And then we just keep searching and searching and searching and searching rather than just going to do. Mm -hmm. The CEO will get stuck with that a lot too, trying to figure out how to move the business forward. Um, Again, speaking from firsthand, uh, rather than just seeking the actual help. The hard part about all this too is that like we talked about last week with nutrition, 
the companies, organizations, people out there know that CEOs of actual small businesses need help with this. So they specifically market to that person, whether they are an expert or not. They charge money acting like they're the experts, pay, pay people to write their reviews, blah, 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 um, when they actually might not be that good. Mm-hmm. There's stuff like that for health and fitness too. Because they know, people know out there that people need help with health and fitness. It's very, very clear on numerous levels that that's a true statement. Yeah, yeah. And that's where people can do, quote unquote, do all the things and yet not move the needle forward. So what do we need to do to start moving that needle forward for you, for your goals, um, and and really take some actual action on anything that we're pursuing? So when it comes down to us figuring that out, if someone's trying to be the best CEO for their own health, let's create a quick like guide or blueprint of how they do that. And if number one is, uh, well, what, what, what's number one in your mind? Like what's the, what's the best thing somebody can do for CEO of their own health? I think for me, it's being open to experimentation and open to change. I think like a growth mindset, if you want to call it that in this case, can be super helpful in just trying something and allowing trust to be built then between you and the coach, mentor, educator that you've hired. So I think just being open for me is number one. Open's a good one, it's on my list. Help, uh, asking for help was number one for me. Like like stop being such a, a silly Sally about this whole entire thing about asking for help and that it's a sign of weakness or it's a thing of vulnerability. Like if you're not being vulnerable about your own health, you are doing yourself a disservice. If a CEO of their business is not being vulnerable to their own business and willing to ask for help, they are doing a disservice to their own business, which is they're therefore doing a disservice to their own vision and mission, uh, which is then doing a disservice to their employees and their clients or services, whatever they're trying to do. Like it, it's just the way that like they are being stuck mm-hmm. and therefore you can say scarce mindset, therefore we can say not being open. Yeah. So we could lead it that route. Yeah. It, make, it makes It's all the same. Yeah, right? it's like all the it's, same. It all ties together. Yeah. So asking for help is mine. Mm-hmm. Um, I like open too. Yeah. What would be number two in your book? I would say, I mean, personal responsibility, I used the term earlier, ranks up there in terms of you have to be willing, and you use the word vulnerable, but also be willing to kind of admit where perhaps you aren't pursuing like the correct things or giving it your all right like not masking behind like oh these other things will help like trying the next thing like just being honest and like holding yourself personally responsible or personally accountable to the actions that have to be done I think that probably ranks up there so we have being open we have 1A and 1B are being open and asking for help. Mm-hmm. 2A would be responsible. Is that the word? Per- personal responsibility. Personal responsibility. Uh, 2B on my end would have been intention. Like yeah. like having like everything that you do or don't do is intentional mm-hmm. towards your goal. And it doesn't have to be, we need to be a, um, gosh, I almost, I'm going to probably end up saying this anyway because I don't know how not to say it. But we don't have to be, and I'm saying this, guys, there's a lot of weird stuff going out there in our world, so don't take this the wrong way. Uh, A goal Nazi about this whole thing. 
but like we don't need to be so 100% all or none about like everything I need to do is about my goals. Mm -hmm. Every decision. But if you start living your life with intention towards actually wanting to achieve the goal or the vision or the mission that you actually have for your health, therefore then everything that you do has intention towards leading you closer to living that life that you want, that Mm -hmm. health that you want. Mm -hmm. And that's through education, that's through uh, getting the right mentorship and guidance, and that's through the right autonomy. Like you have to take, and that comes back to your responsibility word, the personal Mm -hmm. responsibility towards wanting this so much, wanting to be out of pain, wanting to be able to play with your kids, wanting to go on the vacation, wanting to have the uh, vacation, wanting to have the energy, wanting to be able to live the life the way you want to with confidence, control, and clarity so much that everything we do has intention behind it. Mm -hmm. So I think you and I are actually saying the same things on one and two, just different Different words. Different words. Yeah, Yeah, I agree with that. Um, But the intention thing or the personal responsibility thing is where I think people are like on that fence Mm -hmm. the most. Yeah, well, and that's, we. I mean, we already use the word trapped, like getting stuck there in terms of, like you were saying, having intention behind your actions and also seeing then where all of those actions come into play. Yeah. It's no longer a mystery. There's a plan. There's a intention and a goal yeah. ahead of everything as like that guiding compass or guiding direction. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. It's And, and that's the one where people probably don't want, they, they, that's where the shame probably kicks in in a lot of people too. Mm-hmm. Number two might be more powerful than number one both combined 1A, 1B, 2A, 2A, 2B, what we just talked about, because there's a lot of shame behind it. Um, and when people go to shame, they go to shutdown mode most of the time. They 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 pull in. Mm-hmm. They don't take action on shame. They take action on guilt. They don't take action on shame. And that's where you were talking about, like, the rigidity to, like, a fitness goal and not letting that rigid kind of stuck mindset dictate every single thing you do but also being mindful then of fitness in the grand scheme of like what your life entails like if your fitness goal is to play with your grandkids do you have to be doing you know five workouts a week and at like super calorie restrictive or whatever the big kind of marketed things are like you probably don't need to be doing any of that you need to be doing the things that get you towards your goal, not the things that just look the coolest. Yeah. So not having that rigidity and allowing for flexibility to enjoy a night out because life happens as well. Like it's not all about whatever the goal might be. While every decision plays into the goal, we don't have to be absolutely structured and rigid and 110% in pursuing that. Like, we can be 85% and still get there really efficiently. Yeah. And our grandkids don't care if you think you're being perfect or not. They care if you're available for them. Mm-hmm. They care if you're able to do those things with them. If you're trying to be so perfect about things, all or none about things, and you're too tired then to play with them anyway, or you are too you were so hard on yourself that you're down and you don't have enough energy to play with them because you're mentally exhausted or emotionally exhausted, the grandkids don't care about that, mm-hmm. and uh, it's the same thing that we we can we can create numerous examples. But just going off that example, mm-hmm. for sure, yeah. and 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 hopefully you're taking that example and taking it into your own consideration for what your goals are. Right. But ultimately, 
we want it to be where our people are the CEO of their own health, their own body. They have hired us to help them get to a point A to point B through professional guidance, mentorship, education uh, as a service to help them get there. And we are providing them with that. And if we can't, we're, we're outsourcing wherever we need to. Um, so kind of recapping really quick, because I don't think we need to go any further than one and two. I don't think so. Because this, this is where people stop. Yeah. This is where this is what they need to hear. They need to be open, and they need to ask for help. Both. Yep. And number two, they need to take the responsibility, and they need to have intention with their actions. Every time they're choosing not to do something, they're choosing not to do something. Mm-hmm. They're choosing that thing. Yeah. Every time you say yes to something, you're saying no to something anyway. Yep. So they need to have that. Every time they... I talked about this with our new coach, Lance, and our new employee, yep. Lance, yesterday. If you act with intent with intention every time something's on accident it's actually not on accident Mm -hmm. something that led to you to that position was intentional right you just have to start realizing Mm -hmm. people with their health and fitness like oh gosh yeah i am up 10 pounds oh yeah i'm always sore i'm always no energy i'm always not losing weight well let's look at your actions like let's look at the intention behind it maybe you don't want it bad enough maybe that's not actually your goal or maybe you're hoping that this coach or somebody that you hired will do it for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I like what you said there in terms of it's not, there's no accidents. Like something happened to lead you to this point. And say it's the up 10 pounds, right? Like what has your nutrition looked like? Like we didn't, no one gains 10 pounds of fat overnight. No. No one. And if the scale goes up 10 pounds overnight, it's not body fat. But that's a topic for another day. But all of those little things along the way all have a cumulative effect in creating the outcome that we see today. And therefore, you can't expect if that 10 pounds wasn't actually gained overnight, they can't expect, you shouldn't expect to lose that overnight either. Correct. That's the other part of it. Uh, people who lose 30 pounds in 30 days are more likely, this is research talking to me right now, uh, are more likely to gain that 30 pounds back and more over the next, I don't know the time frame of this, but over the next X amount of days, then the person who loses five pounds in 30 days is more likely to keep that five pounds off over the next X days mm-hmm. than the person who lost more. Yep. That's, that, is, that is statistically done. Just look up Biggest Loser Research, by the way. Mm-hmm. And all of the people that want to celebrate those people that have lost that, there's one, I think, out of all of the biggest losers out there on that show that has actually kept it off. One. Yeah, there's not a lot. No. At all. It's like 90-something percent. Mm-hmm. So um, keep that in mind, too, when you're listening right. to this. The the stuff that you try to search for in extremes to avoid the actual work, the intention, the responsibility um, is there. Yeah. So ask for help. Be open. Be adaptable mm-hmm. to change and to try something new. Um, take the responsibility and have intention. Have intention. Um, we like to think of it as like when you hire the coach, you don't have to search on Google. We, we, are, we are glad that you're doing education. We're glad that you're doing research. Uh, we're even more grateful when you run it by us mm-hmm. rather than trying to do your own thing that kind of counters what the coach is probably trying to help you with or tell you. Yeah. Um, and if you're not doing that or if you are doing that, have the conversation with your damn coach or the mentor that you hired. Like, that's what I also don't use, understand. Use your coach. You're, yeah. You've hired them. Use your help. Yeah. Use your help. 
Uh, delegate I mm-hmm. would be in this case when you can too. Uh, that's a that's another big word that we can probably try to talk about in another episode. But yeah, um, the whole point of this was that you are the CEO of your own health, um, which you you have that responsibility. Um, but there are other people in other ways out there to help you, and there's probably other people that have done through some stuff before that you should be learning from, mm-hmm. not not from just Instagram or right. Google all the time. Right. Yeah. There's there's action steps to be taken. And personal accountability, personal responsibility to be had mm-hmm. in all of those. Like, you are the CEO. You are the driver, the action taker mm-hmm. of the journey that is whatever your current health and fitness goal is. Yeah. I bet you, if you looked up a specific thing like how to lose 10 pounds in 30 days, if we Googled that right now, or if we Instagram hopped on Instagram and looked up hashtag weight loss today. Mm-hmm took a screenshot of the first two page frames, the two scrolls. We'll see what we need to see today. I bet you if we do that, I don't even, I was going to say tomorrow. I bet you if we do that in five hours, we're going to see totally different, totally different um, oh, results. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Which means that there's very much an inconsistency into that. So if you looked at that today and you looked at it again tomorrow, if you looked up the results of that stuff, you were going to see totally different things, which is then very inconsistent to what you actually need. Mm-hmm. Is that a fair statement? I, I agree, yeah. You need consistent consistent action on the same things yeah. to tie back into, like, we didn't gain 10 pounds overnight. It's not going to be lost overnight. Yeah. But we can't lose it if we're constantly hopping from one thing to the next. For sure. For sure. So. I think we got our point across. I think so as well. Cool. <laughs> I'll let you close up the episode while I awesome. go and answer this phone call. Cheers, everybody, by the way. <laughs> Thank you guys very much for listening to this week's episode of the UFTA podcast. As always, share this with someone who might want to hear it or need to hear it. Leave us a rating, leave us a review, all of the great things. And we will catch you in the next episode, episode 23. But until then, I hope everyone has a great rest of your day. And we'll talk to you later. Bye.